discover the possibilities of internal medicine. Hi, good morning, everyone. My name is Bailey Perry. Hi, I'm Debbie Furman. We are PGY2 residents at Mount Sinai Morningside and West. So Bailey, I think we have to tell our listeners why we became interested in advocacy. Yeah, I think that's a great topic to touch on. So um, for me, uh, it's very easy. I was born into um, a single parent household. My father was incarcerated most of my childhood years into my young adult life. And I really think that advocacy began when I was a child. Um, My grandfather and my mother really um, taught me how to be a a compassionate, educated community member. Um, And so when I chose the path of medicine, I thought it was really easy for me to get in line with advocating for medically underserved communities. What about you, Debbie? That's amazing. That's amazing. So... I am a foreign medical graduate. I graduated in the Philippines and being in a third world country, I'm very familiar and very aware of health disparities. And I've also practiced medicine um, for a year in the Philippines as a general practitioner. And I have, I have experienced and have seen what like these health disparities um, impact on our patients. And because of this, I've become really interested in advocating um, for for them. Um, and then I have joined different um, different volunteer missions, and that just made my passion grow even more. And then um, when I moved here, uh, we are able to take care of the underserved populations in the FQHCs as part of our training, and that even more intensified my passion for advocacy. So in this internship, this is amazing that we have this ACP New York chapter internship. Yes. Let's talk about the issues that we focused on. Yeah. So I, you know, these past four weeks have been really amazing and eye-opening, I think for the both of us. Um, Yes. And one of the issues I think we've become really passionate about is the 340B drug pricing program, specifically the carve out um, that may affect negatively impact our specific patient population, which is the medically underserved, uh, most vulnerable patients. I think that this carve out would do would do such a disservice um, to Agreed. under uh, underinsured and uninsured patients, um, patients who are HIV positive or who are living with AIDS, um, patients who just need those extra resources um, mm-hmm. that the money. <clears throat> given to the directly to the providers from the discounted medications from the uh, pharmaceutical companies. I think it's really important for people to know that that money would be shifted away. And a lot of the resources that we're able to provide, such as screening, uh, screening events mm-hmm. for mammograms or vaccine events or care coordination or even discounted drugs, a lot of that's going to go away. I agree. I agree. And that's why with this, when we found out about this, we um, had this um, opportunity to use our advocacy page, which is the New York City Doctors for Change, to spread awareness about this. So 
we produce different posts and reels for um, to give information to our audience regarding the FQHCs, the services they provide, as well as the 340B um, drug uh, discount program. And we were able to find out through, uh, through some polls that we did on our stories that surprisingly, people are not aware of this. Yeah. And they're also not aware how it would negatively impact the underserved population that we take care of here in New York City. Right. I mean, not only New York City, but the entire New York State. Correct. And um, that, I think, is in line with the mission and vision of our advocacy page, which is um, we are New York City Doctors for Change. That is an acronym for uh, Community for Health Access and Network for Growth and Equity. And it's just perfect and is just aligned with what we really aim for and what we really advocate for. So um, I think it's been a really fruitful internship and elective with ACP New York chapter. I agree. And Bailey, what, yeah. So what do you find um, most surprising in this experience? Um, I think the whole experience was very surprising for yeah. me. I think what I found mm -hmm. most surprising is that us as physicians, even as resident physicians, we have such a powerful, strong voice um, when yeah. it comes to the non-physician world. Um, and I, I feel really humbled to have shared my experiences and the knowledge that I've gained and all the tools that I've collected over the past years of medical training and now residency um, with other individuals who are really interested in advocating for, um, you know, different populations across New York State. I agree. I was I shared the same sentiments. Um, it's really surprising as well that um, it's not only us who's interested about this, like advocating for our patients, advocating yeah. for this right to help access to healthcare. And exactly. I'm really surprised. Yeah, I'm really surprised that we have um, not only doctors, but people um, not even outside the uh, like health profession is also working on this. Yeah. So Bailey, what is the most important lesson that yeah. you gained as a physician that you will use throughout your career? Yeah, I think one of the most important lessons, and this is something that I've always debated in my life growing up and, mm -hmm. you know, being, becoming a physician, going into residency is kind of like, what do I want to do when I get older? <laughs> this is the question <laughs> yeah. I think about all the time, every yeah. day. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and I truly find that I am the happiest when I'm doing what I love. Um, and doing this sort of uh, advocacy work and helping others is just, it makes me super, super happy. I go to bed at night, I wake up and I just feel thrilled. Um, you know, it's not every day that you can actually do what you love. Um, and my grandfather always told me, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. And I really feel like for the past four weeks, I haven't been working. I've just been doing something 
that I love. I know that sounds so cliche. Yeah. You know, I kind of repeated myself in that, but it's, it's super true. Um, yeah. I think that I'm going to take this with me for the, you know, the rest of my career, at least in medicine, um, is to just mm-hmm. keep doing this work. And I think that you, you will find, you know, that your answers are probably similar to mine. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, we don't have a video right now, but I'm like smiling ear to ear <laughs> because I share the same sentiments with you. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, this experience has been like this past four weeks has been really amazing. Um, and not, I mean, the most important lesson for me is that, you know, we as physicians, as resident physicians, we tend to feel and we tend to think that oh, our job is we only have this job in the hospital and like in the yeah. clinics, but we tend to forget that we have the voice to actually make change, yeah. like change, like New York City doctors for change. And um, we should not limit ourselves with what we can do. Like we shouldn't limit our our the, our abilities like in the four walls of the hospital or the clinic because yeah. outside of that box is this we can use our voice, our voice is power, and yes. we can truly create change, even like the small ones. So um, I'm actually really happy that we were able to do this. I'm really, really grateful. Yeah. So and- this is, so this is the exciting part, Bailey, because, because this four weeks is about to end. How do we plan to remain involved in advocacy? Yeah. Um, so I think the New York City Doctors for Change has really taken us through last year, which was our, our first year of residency. And now, you know, almost ending our second year, we're still pushing through with with the Instagram account and trying to reach more people, get more content, mm-hmm. educate, you know, the public on, you know, all of these issues that we think are super important. Um, you know, I Debbie, I see us going, you know for years with this account. I agree. Um, I, even if it's just, you know, even if our posts are not as frequent as they are now, like once we Mm -hmm. in our careers and we have jobs after residency, I still think it's super important if we touch base with our followers or even just anyone who comes to our page with like very important um, news about what's going on in in the healthcare system, in the communities, uh, with insurance, with politics. I think it's super important for our followers, for our patients, for our family members, friends to stay involved and to stay up to date. I agree. And this is something that I think I agree. I agree with you. Like this is something that I can see myself doing in the next years to come um, because uh, this advocacy doesn't only it doesn't stop here every day, every week there's something that we have to advocate for. And um, we are here. And I think one of the things that our our mission is really about um, not only sharing awareness, but we really strive to be that community and that network that can truly bring growth and equity. Absolutely. And um, yeah, and this one, and if there's like one tip or tool that we recommend or uh, other physicians who may be listening to this, I mean, what I would want to say is that one, this is, this is like the most basic thing. Don't forget to advocate for yourself. 
so that you can advocate for your patients. Absolutely. Every little thing that you do, not, not only for others, never forget about yourself. Like if you can speak out, use your voice, advocate for yourself, then nothing can stop you to advocate for others. Yes. There's always something to advocate for. Yes. And it doesn't even have to be something huge. You know, I think people yes. get caught up that advocacy has to be this big, overwhelming task that you're faced with, but it could be the smallest, simplest thing. Like, um, you know, when you're doing rounds in the hospital and you have the yes. nurse manager there and the physical therapist and the attending and the social worker, and you say, listen, I don't think my patient's ready to go home. You're advocating for your patient. Or if you tell, you know, your team in the clinic, you know, listen, I'm, I'm really not feeling my best today. Like, is it okay if I take one less patient? That's okay. That's hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. a big thing. That's true. Well, um, I'm just really happy that we're able to do this. It was amazing working with you and with working with the rest of the amazing New York chapter of ACP. Um, Thank you so much for um, listening, guys. Um, Thank you for having us. Please. Yes. And please don't forget to follow our instagram advocacy page at new york city doctors for as in for number um change